This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at Kersey smurf erica and of course at nerdcast radio thanks for listening everyone enjoy the show welcome to Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. This is Nerd Podcast Radio, and I'm your host, Super Vegan Brian here, and I am your host today because Michael isn't here, but I am joined by three very special guest hosts, um, Kersey Smurf Erica. I'm not a guest host, but a well, lot. Yeah, you are the regular host. You're, well, yeah. you're kind of a last minute ad, so I forgot. Oh, you Okay, forgot. Let me let me say that again. I'll go. Kersey Smurf Erica, associate producer and awesome host of all time and mega sister. Hola. <laughs> and um, we are joined by drumroll, please, David Theobald the third. Uh, hello. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Yay. Yes, legends are true. Yes, his nickname is his name. <laughs> <laughs> When you have a super awesome name, that gets to be your nickname. Like, you don't need one. <sighs> okay. And Dylan, look, Master look. of Robots, Shanahan. Hello, other nurse. <laughs> uh, I kind of regret not having Erica host this one, so I could have said it. Yeah, wow. That would have been funny. Oh, that would have been good. The only reason I said other nurse is because you always say nurse, so I'm not sure who you're referring to. So I just wanted to go with the other one. It's an Animaniacs reference. I remember yeah. that, but yeah. my wife is also a nurse, so I like just saying stuff like that. Oh, so it works. The things we learn on the podcast—I did not know that. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Oh God, I have to do this. So Erica, as a guest host, um, give, give a short little intro so people people know who you are. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm a mom and a nerd and an associate producer who is not a goddamn guest host. <laughs> and um, David, um, who are you? Um, I'm me. Hi. Um, I'm a big nerd. Uh, I've been a nerd for a lot of years. And uh, yeah, go gaming. Uh, and and one of our first fans. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You are legit the first person to listen to the podcast that wasn't a host. Wow. All right. That I'll t that's quite a badge. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Not just everybody gets to be on the show. Awesome. <laughs> and Dylan. Yeah. Quick intro. Um. Feel well, like you just did this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was only on uh, what a couple couple weeks ago or something like that. Something uh, like that. 
I'm a robotics engineer um, and also a huge nerd. And uh, I've been listening to your guys' podcast since episode one. So, yay! <laughs> Number two. Number two. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. First the worst, second the best, my friend. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, is when you're second, there's always someone in front of you. That's true. <laughs> uh, rivalry. Rivalry. <laughs> no, you, know, you know the phrase, the second mouse gets the cheese? I'll think of something later. <laughs> oh, so Brian, what are we doing today? Brian, Brian, Bueller. microphone Brian! muted. Microphone muted. Okay, <laughs> I was being polite while other people were talking. Bueller. <laughs> um. So we have four hosts scheduled on at the same time. So, um, we were all trying to talk about a topic, and we couldn't agree on anything that we all had in common. So. We have this nifty random topic generator that a genius programmer wrote for us. Yeah. Dylan wrote it for us. <laughs> Wouldn't say genius, but thank you. And we have all entered in random topics. Um, and um, we're going to list them off and then use the random topic generator to pick one. And then we're going to wing an episode around that it's without, really, without any difficult. structure whatsoever. It's going to be utter chaos. No outline. Conversation. <laughs> organic conversation the, doesn't that mean pure chaos yeah, generally yeah, yes <laughs> um but first but first we're gonna play everyone's favorite game what's nerdy with you where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they did this week and then we assign widgets and whoever gets the most widgets wins all the widgets all the widgets you get to so, take the widgets home. Oh, um, before we start, Brian, I shot down that drone. Never mind. What, what drone? There, there was a drone? Callback. Oh, the, last the widgets, because he won, yeah. and he got the widgets, and he shot the drone down. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what started the holy fire. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Brian. Oh, God damn, Brian. <laughs> Man, I was uh, going to go a radiation poisoning route, but man, wow. I, I immediately regret my decision to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> to everyone in California, we're very sorry. Brian has a terrible sense of humor this morning. I mean, I'm not close to it, and it sucks. I can't even imagine living closer to stuff like that. Um, One of our one of our good friends and um, frequent guest host of the podcast, Adam Meyer, um is in evacuation readiness to run out. So no disrespect to anybody who is a victim of the fire. We we talk about fires on the podcast quite a bit, and um, I am just making a stupid joke, as I am known to do. Yeah, everyone be safe. Yeah. yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's, 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 bad, it's bad out there. It's incredible. You know, I tried to explain fires to people in Ohio, and they just don't get it. I'm like, y you have to understand California is a bunch of brush and then it's really hot and then something sparks or somebody sets it, you know, because fucking California. And instead of snow, we get ash like during the year. No so joke. I woke up to ash on my car and I live 50 miles from the nearest fire. Exactly. Like like Southern Californians. I mean, I know the fires are everywhere, but. I lived in Southern California. So Southern California, we don't get snow in the winter. We get ash in the summer. And it's so hard to explain to anybody in Ohio because they're like, well, why don't you guys just put it out? 
because it's too fucking dry to put it out. So the the Oregon, Washington, and California wildfire season has been insane this year. We had a big giant one up here in um, near the Dalles. That there were like three or four total fires. Um, there was even a fire right near Heather, my fiance's mom's house, that was like across the street from her house. Um, up here, it's all wheat fires, and then. Um, I've been looking at the pictures of the fires and they're terrifying because the high winds make them move really quick. It only takes one little ember blowing, you know, a mile and a half away to start it somewhere else. So with the really dumb with the perfect lead in, um, Dylan, what's nerdy with you? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had the the mic muted. (laughs) Uh, See, it's easy to do. Yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah. So so this week, uh, you know, other than the whole job aspect. Um, I really actually didn't do much in my job this week uh, in terms of nerdy stuff other than just normal work. Um, but I, I wasn't able to do like video games or anything like I normally do this week. Instead, uh, I watched Chuck, the TV show. Um, we've been binge watching it, my wife, my daughter and I. Um, and so we're just finishing that up. So I did that. And I also watched uh, Ready Player One last night for the first time. I really like Chuck. Chuck was a good TV show, and I was sad when they 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 got they canceled it. Yeah, I actually looked through um, the background and stuff, and it seems like they might be doing a movie. That would be cool. That would yeah. be really cool. When they, when they finished the show, they talked about doing a movie, and I think last year the director just, like, was somebody asked him, and he said, uh, it's still in the works. It. Chuck led to Zach Levi having a hell of a career for Disney. So yes. I'm I'm happy with that. I mean, we have Tangled and we have we're going to have Shazam. Yeah. And he was in all No, he was in the second two Thor movies. Was he really? He was that. in Yeah, he played Balder. Oh, okay. He was one of the um one of the um oh, I can't think of what they're called. Thor's friends from Asgard. Asgardians? that specific group group of asgardians oh he was fandral he wasn't bald yeah fandral the dashing (laughs) yeah he was the one that used the daggers i think i honestly don't remember Ah. yeah interesting i did not i don't remember seeing him in that i'm gonna have to watch that again and actually pay closer attention to that chuck was a really good show chuck was like what was funny is I named my dog Chuck, and then that show was announced like the next week. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, it was fun watching the show and watching my dog get really confused. I had never seen it before, so um, my father-in-law and my wife had were watching it randomly, and I'm like, "This looks really good. I can get into this." And so we've just been binging the whole all five seasons. So it's been pretty good. Uh, I um, like those types of shows, like that one or Limitless, things like that. Where are you at in the show right now? Uh, we're in season five. Um, we just got to season five, so it's just after, you know, spoilers, but um, you know, it's an old show. So we just got to after the wedding, and um, they own their own spy company. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's been pretty good. Season five's a little hard to get into. I will admit to that. It's a little weird. But, I, yeah. think, the last I, think season? You, I think you're where I was when I stopped watching because I heard they were going to cancel it. And I was like, I can't be any more invested 
and then they I give stopped. it a really good send off. It it has a good ending. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to spoil it for Dylan because he's watching it now. But yeah, it 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 ends well. It's a good show. It yeah. It, they don't it, just end it on a cliffhanger. Well, that's good to hear because uh, I think um, we were talking like my wife and I were talking about it. And there's a point where um, Sarah's sick and they have to save her. And like that episode alone, like would have been a really good ending. And I'm like, there's still like all this is left. Like they better do a good ending because you know, I hate shows that do that shitty, just like haphazard ending. And then you're just like. What the hell? Oh, like Castle. Yes, like Castle. <laughs> oh, that was so awful. Well, it was because um, they they were going to keep the show going. And then after they finished filming the last episode, they were, nope, we're not now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of TV shows that do that, which sucks. Because it just leaves you with no closure, basically. And that's why when I hear a show is getting canceled, I just stop watching it. Unless, unless they are really planning on wrapping it up, like uh, like True Blood, they said, "Oh, we're actually gonna wrap this up before they ended it." Like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, like shit just ends. I'm like, oh no, no, because then I'm emotionally vulnerable. I'd rather just forget it existed. All right, I am going to move on <laughs> yeah. to David. What was nerdy with you this week? Um, last Saturday, I uh, this is gonna make Michael really jealous, uh, and Anthony probably too. Um, I went to a bar in Burbank with Guild of Logsmith and some other pe- Critical Role fans, and we played board games and stuff. It was fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I approve. Gil Gil is such a cool guy. Like I've met him several times, and he's he's a really cool guy. Who who is he in related relation to Critical Role? Is he just a fan or I, uh, I don't? He, he started out as just a fan. He's Guild of Logsmith. He's the blacksmith. He made all the metal dice they use. So whenever like they roll the die, don't fuck me, Gil. That's like a big hashtag from the show, and he's the one that made the dice. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, he's actually a really cool guy. Blacksmith. He does the he does he does the reenacting for the Ren Fair like I do. How did that? end up getting thrown like how do you know him and how did that all end up getting thrown together well i like i i saw i heard about him on critical role and then i saw that he had his own twitch channel so i started watching that and then we met at the ren fair and i noticed him went hey gil we talked for a few minutes and then we added each other on facebook and we're actually pretty good friends now so (laughs) oh yeah michael and anthony are going to be rolling in their graves i know right (laughs) yeah, they're, they're because be they're yelling. not here, so they're dead or something. Because yeah, we, was, we come I, up with weird explanations as to why they're not here. So yeah, I was almost sad when Michael wasn't going to be. I was like, oh, I have a great one for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He'll just listen and be jealous now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can anyone tell that I've become tired of coming up with creative reasons to say why people aren't on the podcast? <laughs> you should you yeah, should source a little that bit. out, bro. <laughs> source it out. Hire an intern. <laughs> yeah. I think I did that with Erica. I am not your motherfucking intern. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, you're up. What's What was already with you this week? Uh, I started watching From Dusk Till Dawn, the series. Finally. Yes. Oh, yeah. What do you think of it? Nice. Um, I'm three episodes in. Uh, I really like the way they're flushing it out. I really, really do. I don't think there's enough chemistry between the Gecko Brothers, but um, like maybe not the same chemistry as like as George Clooney and Tarantino. Like it's just 
it's like Tarantino is a lot more insane than this guy. And like George Clooney was a little bit more over the top than this guy. But I guess that's the difference between a series and a movie. So it's taking me a minute to adjust. But I really do enjoy like like seeing the backstory of some of it. So that's nice. Plus, the guy from that 70s show is the one of the bad guys in it. And I really dig that because I love that actor. I don't know his name. But, you know, I, I always enjoy watching him and stuff. So, so far, so good. Let me see. Um, Vilmer Valderrama. Sure. If that if that was his name, sure. Or is the guy who name. played Fez, right? Yeah, Fez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I was wondering who you were referring to because I've never seen it. So. Oh yeah, Fez. You've never seen that '70s show? No, no, I've never seen from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, so okay. I didn't know. I didn't the know who she was referring the to. The series. The movie was great. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that may put like a. a stick oh no in. no no! The movie was awesome. Okay. <laughs> So, but no, no, uh, Brian, you're right. So far, so good. I am enjoying it. And uh, I'll let you know. Like I said, only three episodes in. So, what about you, Bri? What was nerdy with you this week? All right. What was nerdy with me happened last night. <gasps> oh, no. I went to karaoke. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really, really busy. So, I had to wait a long time between songs. So, I just finished book book 13 of Dresden Files while I was waiting to sing. So I was sitting in a bar reading a Dresden Files book. That's awesome. By the way, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to get to talk Dresden Files with you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should have been in the randomizer. Well, Dylan would have been totally left out on that one, right? You haven't read it. No, I haven't yet. You should if you get a chance. It's on my list of things to do, but that list continually grows and grows. So. I know exactly you should bump what you it mean. towards the top. You should bump it towards the top because once you read them, like you'll never go back. Like it will ruin your expectation of like any sort of like detective story from here on out. At this rate, my mom's gonna finish them before I do, and she's on book four right now. But she, I mean, every time I talk to her, like I'll talk to her the next day, and she's like, "I finished it. I'm on the next one." <laughs> she's oh yeah, I did one that. a day. I did that. I'd, I'd finish one of those in like three and a half hours, man. I went, that, oh, that's yeah. not hard. <laughs> I, I d- see. I did that. Chris and I started reading the Dresden Files at the same time. And like he was like on book. I think it was like four. And I was like on like the last book. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God. And he was like, yeah. don't ruin it for me. And I'm like, I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm on I'm on skin game now. I'm already on like the fourth or fifth chapter. And yeah. okay, I just well, finished. I just finished. Um, cold, cold hands. Is that the name of the cold something? Cold hands. Okay. Cold, cold days. I think it was. Cold, cold days. days. Yeah. yeah. Cold days. Yeah. I just finished that one. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, trying to see if I can read the titles from here. I can't <laughs> quite read them from here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This was this was recommended to me by Erica on the podcast. I have actually succeeded in reading every book i've been recommended on the podcast oh okay well then i've got another one that we can go into later (laughs) okay (laughs) uh jim butcher writes other stuff and it's all good oh really yeah have you read america he he Uh, writes he wrote a whole nother series yeah the code the the codex alera it's a six book series starts with the furies of calderon and it's wonderful and it's so cool how he 
it's like he changes like because both of them have magic in it but he completely changes the way the magic works and absolutely both of them. It's, and wo- it's it's wonderful it's genius because when you talk like when you talk about like certain authors they always have like their their same formula they keep certain ideas the same he totally flips it on its head he's such a good author well i can go into this and like hijack the entire game and the topic but i don't want to leave dylan out so i guess it's time for voting <laughs> i yeah i, I just appreciate to point out that the thing that made what right, i did sorry. Dirty, it was me sitting in a bar reading a book yes. yes um so dylan you have five widgets where do you put them and why oh geez this is gonna be hard um i think i'm going to do let's see i'm gonna do two to david because you know going to a bar to play uh tabletop with a uh, guy from Critical Role, which is going to make, uh, well, kind of from Critical Role. It's going to make uh, Mike and Anthony jealous, which is awesome. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Two, two to Brian, because reading a book in a bar is uh, also pretty nerdy. I mean, not typically done there, so uh, out of uh, out of the norm. And then uh, my last one will go to Erica. Thank you. It's a yeah. lot easier to do than it used to be because now every most people in the bar are just sitting there staring at their phones anyway. That's true. So, so reading on Kindle, no one really knows that you're sitting there reading a book. Yeah, but I feel like it's still kind of out there. Like most people don't go to a bar to read a book. Yeah, well, <laughs> I I'm mean, just not there that, to not that there, I'm just but... there to sing karaoke. I don't drink, so I I was yeah. drinking my my um soda soda with um pineapple and reading my book. It was fun. <laughs> and then every once in a while hearing my name called and going and getting up to sing um the toadies. That's I mean, still though, still very very nerdy. So, yeah. All right, David 5, where do you put him? Um, okay, two to Dylan for binging a television show. Those are awesome. I love doing that. Two to Erica for starting to binge a television show. <laughs> and one to Brian, because reading a book in a bar is pretty effing nerdy. <laughs> All right, Erica, five. Um, I'm going to have to give uh, David two, because I do agree playing board games with somebody associated with a pretty successful uh youtube nerd thing is uh pretty awesome i'm gonna have to give two to dylan because uh i love chuck and i love ready player one uh i don't care what the people say about it just being an 80s nostalgic reason to do stuff i thought it was very clever and i enjoyed it uh the book and the movie and i'm gonna have to give the other one to you bri because reading a book in a bar is very nerdy all right well I'm going to give one to Dylan, one to David, one to myself, and two to Erica. Is it because I started watching the thing that you told me to? Yeah. <laughs> I knew Also, it. because I thought we both all equally did nerdy things. Um, Does that make everybody even now? Yeah, that it's a tie. Ties us. It's awesome. <laughs> ties everybody? Yep. Okay. So if Michael's listening to this episode, he'll get excited because he likes tied things. <laughs> I was wondering how long that was going to take. Uh, so really, everybody, our episode today is about BDSM. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to put that on the list for April Fool's episodes. Uh, 
I honestly think if you could get the right guess, you could make that a nerdy topic because I'm sure it's something you could get real technical into. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Bible that's discussions? That's not a problem. <laughs> Bible discussions. <laughs> yeah. You know, study meetings, Bible discussion, study meetings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I, did, I, did, I did love when you threw that in the chat when I was joking around. I was like, ah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I I love it. It was a uh, it's an Urban Dictionary uh like description for BDSM. Is it? Yeah, yeah, oh. it is. I just like came up with it. I thought I was I was like, man, that's clever. Oh no, I wish oh, I was that no. clever. Now you I, like I learned something today. Okay, I thought that was a completely different joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's All right. uh Somebody was like, uh, the first time I saw it was um, somebody was saying, you know, oh, do you want to try some BDSM? And they're like, yeah, I love Bible study or uh, Bible discussion study meetings. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, God. All, All right. right. All I right. have opened the rando randomizer and right. we have four topics. Um, we have um, by um, God, I can't remember who put all these in. OK, we have David with Firefly, Erica with Tarantino. Um, Buffy from myself and Dylan with the science of mo in movies, science in movies. Okay. These Ooh. are all really good. So yeah. I'm like they nervous are. to push the button. All right. Push the button. Do it. All right. all right. Clicking generate now. Thank you for writing this, Dylan. This is really cool. Yeah, no problem. Happy to help. And I click generate and nothing happened. Ah. Maybe, maybe it's not so cool. It crashed. <laughs> it literally <laughs> crashed. That is hilarious. That's weird. It shouldn't. I mean, unless your computer's pulling a lot of processing and stuff, I really don't know why it would. It's very. It's a really small program. Let's let's open it again. That's what, hilarious. All right. Maybe Brian did something wrong. What Brian. What did you do, Ray? What did you do? <laughs> um, I can't remember where I saved it now. Brian. I found oh. it earlier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I, I assumed it was in my documents folder. Nerd PR. Um, no, it's not so, there. So How about that has, one who, sport team event thing? No, I was going to say, who has a four-sided dice? Um, I do. Give me a second. Okay. I do. It's just downstairs. So. Got it. Yeah, mine's awesome. upstairs. All right. All I'm right. three. Brian, what number do you want? Um, One. All right. Dylan? I'll go with whatever David is. Decide, like, right. I go against David, so just whatever. All right. <laughs> One, two. Uh, Tarantino. Yay! Tarantino. That is exciting. I love it. All yay, right. Yay, D&D &D player. I've got dice everywhere. <laughs> I do, but I have a room dedicated to games. So I have an entire brick room uh, with bookshelves and a table and old Nintendo games. And it's downstairs, not where now, my I want to let everyone know that Dylan's Java program works. I tested it this morning. I ran it a bunch of times just to make sure it worked. And then it never crashed. I've been running it over and over again. And I had closed it and I opened it again and put the topics in. And then it crashed when I clicked the button just while we were on the air. So it was just a weird random thing. Dylan is a good programmer. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, it was totally was Brian's fault. He did contested? something. Like, I wasn't contesting it. I just thought you fucked something up. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I, did you test it when you've had, like, Skype and everything running? Like, um, I'm, 
I'm wondering if that might have been part I of the problem. I didn't test it while recording. I tested it with Skype and all that open, but I wasn't recording at the time. So maybe Audacity uses some Java? Uh, it's possible. I mean, um, background Java's Java's really good at background processing and stuff, but I'm just wondering if it's that or if it just uh, you have Skype running and recording running and stuff like yeah. that. So it's just, just one of those things that uh, they're processor intensive. Yeah, that's funny. Well, actually, know, though, when I when I ran it before, I had like twelve Chrome win- windows and Lightroom open at the same time, and it worked. Mm. Yeah, so it, it I'm sure it's just fate crashing it while we're doing it during the podcast. <laughs> uh, that sounds like it. We call those tech gremlins. Well, it's like um, the best way to crash software is to do a demo. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, that that happens at work all the time. So I constantly have to do demonstrations of products for customers. And every fucking time I'm doing it for a customer, it fucking crashes. But every time I'm, like, going in to search for something myself, it works. It works fine. So, you know. Okay, yeah, we have I'm, a bunch of demo robots, and that happens all the time. In I am adding a new round robin to the outline because this is Erica's topic. So she's going to start us off. Tarantino, how are we going to talk about this? So, um, I guess I'm going to start with my favorite Tarantino movie and then talk about movies I think people have forgotten that he's done. So let's start that way. Everybody talk about their favorite Tarantino movie. What All do you right, think? You, that sounds okay. great to me. Okay. So, um, my absolute favorite Tarantino movie is From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> so, I know that's a shock for everybody. It, that's a collaboration. I know. Okay. He's not the director, but he's a writer and he's a producer and he's an actor. Okay, so yeah, but okay, he only so, wrote like half of it. Okay, so true romance counts. Okay, I get the rules. I mean, okay, yeah. So it's anything that, yeah, okay, that works. Like, do we have to? Are we going to do it just by director? Because we can do it just by director. Oh no, no, we're I'm doing okay it with, with anything he touched. Anything, anything he touched at all. Anything. What about any, what about anything at all? In? No, if he acted in it and he wasn't like like a director or writer if it, it wasn't his movie yeah right, yeah like that doesn't count i gotta look some right. up now hold on <laughs> that, that pulls out one of the movies i was gonna say yeah like just acting in something doesn't make it yours but i think writing in it directing it or you know That's producing fair. it though those I, are things that are creative in the process one of the things that makes dust till done so great is the collaboration because seriously mm-hmm. you start watching that movie and it feels like a tarantino movie then it's all of a sudden like holy shit vampires it <laughs> yeah. is and that's my that's why it's my favorite because it's got that tarantino gruesome fuck you style but it's got this campy horror, you know, genre like niched into it because it starts one way and it ends completely fucking different. So when I first watched From Dust Till Dawn, the first time I saw it, nobody set this movie up for me. Like I had no idea. I thought I was watching like, you know, a bank robbery movie. Like that's what I thought I was watching. And then when it flipped at the you know like in the middle of it i was like what the fuck just happened (laughs) so that's why it makes it like like that's why it's my favorite because you know i never had any setup for it plus i love the macabre like like anything dark and creepy and scary like i mean it it always just like pulls at my heartstrings i don't know why so um so that's what made it my favorite. 
But uh, David, what is your favorite? Um. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Dylan's next. Oh, Dylan's next. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I mean, it I'm didn't, sorry. Didn't matter, but um, it matters to me. It matters <laughs> well, to Brian. Whatever, Brian. This that doesn't make this organic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. It's organic with an outline. <laughs> there is a lot of structure going on in this organic growth. There, we don't have enough time to unpack everything there. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through because you said as soon as you said like um, anything that he could do or he did or, or he touched or whatever, my first thought was Little Nicky, but you said it has to be a director or writer, so that doesn't work. No, no. Yeah. Um. I mean, I really like uh, Inglorious Bastards. That was a good oh, one. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Was uh, he a writer for that? Or was uh, he a yes. director, too? Wasn't he, he was director, writer, and an actor. Yeah. Um, in that one. But I also like Sin City, too. I just found out that he was partially a director for Sin City. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Sin yeah. City was a collaboration. It was sort of an anthology of stories. Yeah, uh, there were several directors, and they each had their own little style they threw in with each different story. I think uh, Tarantino's was the one with Miho in the alleyway, that bloodbath. Oh, God. Oh, that, that, that does sound like Tarantino. Him. Yeah, I think that was his directing for that. Yeah. So it, it would kind of go between between those uh, Inglorious Bastards or, or Sin City. All right, all right. I can get behind that. Yeah. All right, Brian, who's next? You, you've got the outline. Everybody should have the outline. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, is that what it, Erica, Dylan, David, Brian, that's what that means? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I'm on, I'm on the same page now. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking with Brian because he loves his outlines. I just, David. I just thought that was just like, uh, you know, that's who's on the show, but yeah. Okay. That works. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I was originally going to say Desperado because it's a great movie and he's in it, but he's just in it. That's all he did. So, um, Inglorious Bastards isn't a wonderful movie and it is my number two. My number one, though, would have to be Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction's good. It really is. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, "Uh, this is a little weird. Okay, I like it. Oh, (laughs) it's great. It, um, the different types of storytelling that go on just, just mm-hmm. we studied it in school a little bit i was a film minor so oh okay oh, wow, cool. like that'd be interesting to see tarantino films from like an educator's perspective oh man looking <laughs> looking at his movies from more of a technical eye for you know the different different types of shots he does how he integrates his music just the way dialogue flows i mean just looking at it from more than just the entertainment side of it his yeah. movies are amazing it's kind of like uh, when Mr. Blonde dances in Reservoir Dogs to, yeah. to the, the that uh, 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 don't uh, know what you stuck did. Stuck in the, stuck yeah, in the middle yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I I was being a smartass in the outline, and I totally missed which movie you said. Uh oh! I, uh, wow! Wow! Yes. Brian. And wow. The, yeah. And then I got to talking about how his movies are great technically done. Which which movie was it? I know I got all the discussion. I just didn't get which movie it was. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then Huzzah. we start talking. See, this is how organic stuff works. When you're not <laughs> focusing on an outline, people <laughs> jump from subject to subject. <laughs> well, he, 
He wasn't focusing on the outline. He was just trying to be an ass. Uh, uh, In the outline, he wrote, Round Robin, the order that we go over these, is that straightforward enough? Uh. (laughs) Thanks, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian, it's your turn. What's your favorite Tarantino movie? Um, It's really hard for me to pick one. Um, It's hard for everybody to pick one. My absolute favorite Tarantino movie is his part of Four Rooms. Oh, oh my God, God that's yes. what I was going to bring up. That's what I was going to bring up. I was going to talk about when you and I watched Four Rooms. Ah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about um, what happened when I showed Four Rooms to a bunch of friends? No. So um, my best friend Sandra and I saw Four Rooms, and we got to the Tarantino part, um, which is called The Misbehaviors. And there's, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene in it that I'm not going to spoil, but there's a big reveal that's a huge laugh. And it's like, it makes the entire scene fantastic. It's an amazing story. It has a huge reveal and everyone laughs their ass off when it happens. Well, Sandra and I gathered together like five of our friends to watch it. And we were both waiting for that scene. And we're watching, you know, we did that thing where you watch a movie with people, but you're looking at them to see the reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. And right when it happened, a gas station exploded about a block away from my house. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> when the was it the Sunco or whatever exploded? Yeah. Yeah. And it it was like right when it happened. So everyone's like about to laugh, and then all of a sudden the house shakes like it got hit by a mortar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't mean right by his house. That gas station's like half a mile away. Yeah. It was insane. It was like we thought the world was ending. We we went outside and there was a big giant plume of smoke coming coming up. That kind of puts a damper on things. Yeah. Then we went yeah. back to watch the movie and it 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 wasn't this climactic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh wow. Okay. Um, uh, explosions are no joke though. One of the reasons why it's so hard for me is because when I first like that's my my absolute favorite, but I I guess I equally love true romance. True Romance, which was written by Tarantino, is one of the best movies. It's Christian Slater. Why haven't I seen True Romance? And it's totally a Tarantino movie. It's amazing. He wrote all of it. He directed it. I'm going to have to watch True Romance. It's got Gary Oldman in it. You know what probably threw me off? The title. Oh, oh my God. You're going to have to watch that this week. You, You have no idea what you're missing. Okay, I can watch it. Yeah, it's nice. amazing. It's um, Gary Oldman plays a pimp. <laughs> right? Oh, that sounds fantastic. Oh. I think I'm going to have to add this to my list as well. Just for that. It's, it's well worth it. <laughs> I highly recommend. Has anyone seen The Hateful Eight yet? Yeah. I have. Oh, that's so good. I watch every Tarantino it was film our, that it comes was, out. I enjoyed it, but it, was, it wasn't spectacular. I enjoyed it. It was good, but I'm not raving about it. I thought it was amazing, but when it got a little violent at the end, it, it felt a little contrived. Well, it everything, was like, in, everything ends violently with Tarantino. But it was contrived violence. It, it felt like the violence didn't match the tone of the movie. Have you seen a Tarantino film? I know, but... <laughs> It was sort of, I mean, it was sort of like he was using the same amount of violence he did in Django, but Django, it worked for the tone of, for the tone of the movie. Not really. He, uh, he had already won. 
That whole ending thing that didn't need to happen. <laughs> but that's another show. <laughs> I see. No, no, no. No, that's actually what we should be talking about because we've talked about our favorites. So why don't we talk about the ones that we don't love, like or or ended up not loving? You know, because there there is that side to it. Not everything he touches is gold. So I I get where Brian's coming from. I like the Hateful Eight. Um, I don't I don't think it was his best movie. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. Um, but for me, I'll tell you what what what. I saw Kill Bill when it came out, and I was like, yeah! And I know it was a two-part movie, but by the end of the first one, I was just like, I'm not I'm not locked into this movie. Like, I'm not sold on this movie at all. And so I never saw Volume 2 until, like, a month ago. And then I, I rewatched both 1 and 2 because they were on Netflix. And I was like, okay. I mean, that was pretty good, but it's still... Still not my favorite, you know, Tarantino movie. I agree with you there. Um, I don't think it needed to be cut the way it was cut. I mean, yeah, together it's like a five-hour movie, but I mean, yeah. to tell to tell that story, that's what it needs. And just cutting it straight in half made it not necessarily the best of movies to watch. At least the first part. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. it just ends. It's like okay. Yeah, it does. I was like, what? Okay, I mean, I get why she needs to get revenge. I'm with you. But, like, but then it just stops. And I'm supposed to wait, like, a whole nother year to to find out, like, what happens? No. It, it's a shitty cliffhanger. I mean, it that's is. What, that's what happened with it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right, Dylan, which, what Tarantino film is your least favorite? Oh, boy. See, I, it's hard because I haven't really watched a lot of Tarantino films. Um, okay. But, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you on the uh, Kill Bill situation. It just That just made it really rough. Um, so, I don't... I mean, are we counting, like, producer as well? Yeah, we can count producer. I mean, that's a creative... That's part of the creative process. Because producers have a lot of pull on what happens. I, I don't know if we then, should count producer. Because he produced Iron Monkey, and he didn't really have much to do with that movie other than he 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 backed it and he was a producer on it. Right. Well, I mean, if we if we're counting producer, I would say Hostel Part Two. Um, but was I mean, he part if, of ho- the Hostel series. Yeah, yeah, he was producer for both. Oh, yeah, okay. on his IMDb, he's got EP for both. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first one was good. The second one just kind of felt like they were like, well, what do we do now that we finish this one? And what do we do to make money? They're like, hey, you know that guy? Let's just bring him back into it. And that was kind of what they did with that one. So I, I just didn't care for that that movie. It just kind of seemed like they did the exact same thing. They just wanted uh, it, almost like a, what's it called? Almost like Friday the 13th style movies, like those ones where it's basically the same format all over again. Mm-hmm. Just like uh-huh. over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get why they do that, but it just kind of seemed like lazy and not at all different. And, and that's you that that's like my critique of like the horror genre. Like yeah. I love horror movies, but finding one that's different 
is is hard to do. Right. So when you're when you're watching, and I think this is why horror movies get snubbed at like the Oscars usually. Get Out didn't, which was great, but like they normally get it gets snubbed because there there's one of two things you can do to make a horror movie stand out. You can completely go off the formula for a horror movie and and tweak it or you can be really tongue in cheek about it like those are the two like scripts that you can do for a horror movie to really make them good otherwise yeah. they end up being the same story over and over like like you're saying with like you know Friday the 13th and and Hostel and and the Halloween movies and stuff like that. So they're enjoyable to a part, but you have to know what you're getting into. Right. So. I mean, there's definitely a lot of, of good ones out there. I, I think my biggest problem with the horror movies like this one, Hostel, because trying to keep it with Quentin, um, the Hostel first movie was, was good, even though it's very similar to like um, Saw. You know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But then Hostel Part Two doesn't it doesn't do anything vastly different. It's it's literally like cut and paste. Mm -hmm. um, and that's my problem with things like that. I and I definitely get what you're saying because like one of one of the ones that I saw that was so different that just blew me away was It Follows. Oh my God, me too. I love that movie. It was love so it. good. It's so vastly oh, it's different. It's so I mean. amazing. It's such a good movie. And it is. I and it, it created the best dynamic between me and my best friend who hates that movie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But like so, that's that's what I'm saying, is that's such a good movie. It's so out there. But what are they gonna do? How they wouldn't be able to do an it follows too. No, no, exactly. Like you can't. And I mean, unless you were trying to go back and explain like what it is and where it came from, but then that kind of ruins it because right. you're, like, the whole thing is like, it's this thing that exists that nobody knows about until it happens to them. It's the unknown. Exactly. And yeah. that's what makes it amazing. And that's actually one of the movies I was thinking about it about when I was talking about, you know, changing the script, tweaking yeah. the script a little bit because it had all, all the 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 horror things that you know you like which is you know the what's happening in the background and you know like who's the gonna creepy stalking up. and exactly and the like the you can't see what it you can't see it so you know and it has all those great things and then it there's no way out right one of the one of the things that works for movies that can't have a sequel is you follow the creator. So yeah. like, um, who did it follows? David Robert, Robert Mitchell, right? Uh, I think so. Sure. Yeah. Um, he's doing under the silver lake, which they're not calling the sequel, but it's the, it's the follow up. It's his movie follow up to it follows. So people who liked it follows are excited about seeing that. Okay. I, yeah, I might have to watch that one. Yeah. And I think Tarantino was like that at first because, you know, it was like after reservoir dogs, people wanted to see what he would do next. Yeah, that's you, true. Oh, I mean, I did so, that with Fight Club. I watched everything David Fincher created. Uh, but true. you can't really have a sequel to Fight Club, even though the comics did it. But you can't have a sequel to Fight Club. <laughs> right. Again, it's 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 that. What do you do? How do you change it up enough that it's completely different, but still in line with the first one? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. absolutely. So, I mean, 
I think I think we've well we haven't heard from David in a minute. David, do you have anything to throw in? Well, I'm uh, as far as uh, Tarantino least, movies, we're not a fan favorite, of. Or? Least favorite Tarantino movie? Oh, um, I mean, my least favorite. I would. I mean, the one I've seen the least is Jackie Brown. I've only seen it twice, and it was it's all right. But I mean, one, one thing I was gonna say was Jackie Brown isn't my favorite Tarantino movie, but I think Jackie Brown is his best made movie. I think it's it's the best movie he's ever done. I, th- I, I think it's. Completely undersold. I agree. No, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. It's a good movie. I'm not bashing it. I just, I've, I've seen it the least. But um, Quentin I, Tarantino doesn't deserve credit for how good Jackie Brown is. Elmore Leonard does. Okay. Who, because who is it's that? the guy who wrote Jackie Brown. He's a huge author who's wrote. He, he basically wrote like every freaking private detective movie. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay, David. I'm sorry we interrupted you. Oh Please no, it's continue. okay. Um, I'm sitting here trying to think of how i want to say this um i mean i was i was not a big fan of uh grindhouse and his contribution there um oh i love death proof it was all right i just i wasn't i wasn't into it i hated planet terror yeah i think that was part of it (laughs) (laughs) i didn't finish watching it it was so bad yeah i think that was a big part of it but i just i don't know i've i've only seen it the once i've never gone back and seen it again i just i don't have the will to do it yeah, I know, Erica. I didn't finish watching a movie. You How does that make never, you feel? You should never be allowed to not finish watching a movie. See, for I disagree. Your entire well, existence. I mean, I kind of agree with that, but then again, I mean, I've I've walked out of the theater once. Erica, no, you want to explain know. why I shouldn't be allowed to never finish watching a movie? So I know what worst, you're gonna do. Oh, this I should know. be good. The worst movie I have ever seen in my Life mm-hmm. is a Stephen King movie. What was it uh, called again, Brian? Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. I'm sorry. Oh my god! So I'm like, oh, it's a Stephen King movie. I love Pet Cemetery and you know all the Stephen King movies. I was like, okay, we're gonna go see it. So Brian and I go see it, and it's 15 minutes into the movie, and I go, nope, this is shit. I want to leave. And Brian goes, no, 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 no. Give another 15 minutes, we'll be fine. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fine. So I wait another 15 minutes. It's only getting worse. <laughs> and Brian's like, no, 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 no. It'll, it'll, it'll change around. I'm sure, I'm sure. Just, and I'm like, this is torture. Oh, <laughs> he, man. he made me sit through the whole fucking movie, and it was horrible and terrible. And it never got better. And again, the end was the most fucked up, stupid thing it possibly could have been. And I was like, like if there was like angrily flipping tables, like at the end of movies, <laughs> I would have been flipping all the fucking tables. Like <laughs> it was horrible. So wow. no, Brian's not okay. Allowed. Erica, you're you're cutting off for me. Is that yeah? Yeah, your 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 rant was so impassioned it killed your he, mic. He started it, and it sucked. Erica, can you hear us? us? Oh, I think we may. I I don't think it was her mic. I think it was the Skype connection. Can you Uh, hear us, Erica? Yes. Oh, you're having some Skype delay connection problems. Can you disconnect and reconnect to the call? Can you hear me? No. Oh, there we go. Oh. Hello. Oh, that is a little better. Oh, okay. Yeah, your Skype was just like it. It. Skype is a big fan of the Stephen King movie Dreamcatcher. 
<laughs> I did not appreciate your comments. Yeah, because the more you ranted, the more you started cutting out. Uh, and it would, yeah, it was insane. Uh, I think we got enough of it, though. Yeah, <laughs> okay. oh, we, we definitely got enough. I, I think yeah. that'll add to it. Yeah. The whole <laughs> Skype breaking up and stuff. Because it just seems like the angrier you got. <laughs> Like Skype was just like, oh god, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh well, I'm just saying, Brian cannot stop watching a movie just because he doesn't like it. He's never allowed to do that for the rest of his existence because okay. of what he did. Are we on to my least favorite Tarantino movie? We yeah. are. Really, really quick, I was gonna say um, that that sounds like something Brian would do, <laughs> and and I have to like I'm right there with you with you, Brian, because I've done that to um, other people. Um, there are movies. There's a movie called The Raid. Have you guys heard of that or seen it? It's a foreign the film. The Raid is yes, really good. The Raid is really good. Right, right. It's so good, but it's literally just violence, and my wife hates that. Mm. And so I'm like, oh. no, you have to keep watching. And she's like, I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, the guy's kicking people in the face. That's the whole. <laughs> you know, that, there, there's no the point. Not. There's no point to this movie. I mean, they set up plot the first five minutes, and then the rest of it's just this guy mercilessly beating everybody to death with anything around him. That's the whole movie. And you I know, made her the, sit through the whole thing. You know, The Raid 2 is just as good. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. My uh, my friends and I in college, if we were having a particularly shitty day, we would watch those just because it made us laugh so hard to watch some guy beating people to death with random objects. And That's it... There's another movie called uh, Hardcore Henry. Oh, I love oh, Hardcore yes. Henry. Very yes. much, very similar to The Raid. Um, that was the first person view one, right? Yes, that's supposed to mimic a video game and stuff. Yeah. Really shitty plot, in my opinion. Um, well, I mean, it's a video game movie. What do you expect? Yeah, but I mean, it goes really out there. It uh, even did the thing where it, like... You get to the boss fight at the end. It even had a boss fight at the end. That's yeah. the best part about it. Yeah, it wow. did. All right. And that ending, that ending, like whole segment of him just mur- mercilessly beating like a hundred guys on top of a rooftop. Great. And totally <laughs> reminded us of the raid, um, which is why I will not show my wife that movie, uh, because I'm pretty sure she sat through the raid one. And I tried convincing her for Raid 2, and I'm pretty sure she'd kill me if I tried to convince her for Hardcore Henry. Um, but I just want to bring that up because uh, I'm right there with you, Brian, making people sit through movies. It, it's, it's unbelievably bad, which is the best part. I, I didn't like the movie either, but I wanted to see the whole thing because it was so bad. I wanted to see how much worse it could get. <laughs> so, okay, so a little different. I mean, I, I love the Raid, so I mean... <laughs> Brian just wants to torture people. <laughs> Some people just want to see the world burn. Okay. With all that, with, <laughs> with all that buildup, are you ready to hear what my least favorite Tarantino movie is? Yes. Sure. Inglorious um, Bastards. Oh damn it! Why? Yeah. Uh, why? I'm. I never enjoy war movies. Um, and fair. I don't. And and I saw it thinking, oh, it's a Tarantino movie. It will be different. I will like this. And yeah, still didn't like it. What was that that Brad Pitt does? He tries to speak Italian? Yes. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. I loved it. Well, you know, Donnie there speaks second. I speak the most. Donnie there speaks the second most. You speak the third most. I don't speak any Italian. That's why you're third most. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I I enjoyed because I'm with you, Brian. I don't dig war movies. I don't at all. I avoid them, kind of like I avoid romantic comedies. Like I'm just not interested. Um, but and I did go see this because, of course, it is a Tarantino movie. But I was able to like like I think you have to be for Tarantino movies able to pull yourself out of like taking it seriously yeah. because you know everybody's going to die it's a Tarantino movie that's how it works well almost everybody um you know and it's going to be gory and it's going to be violent it's going to be tongue in cheek it's going to have off humor bad humor i mean that's what he does. And that's what he does so well. That's why he has a following of people that will just go see a movie because he is tied to it. Yep. You know, and I don't know about some people, but there aren't a lot of directors that I'm like, oh, they're directing it. I have to go see it. You know, um, actors, of course, you know, I'll be like, oh, I like that guy. I'll go see this movie or that seems interesting. But as far as directors go, he has created this brand for himself. So when I went to see Inglorious Bastards, knowing, you know, there's that war piece of the story, of course, I was able to pull myself out of it to really enjoy the humor, the dark humor side of it. So, um, but I can see where you're coming from not liking war movies because I hate watching stuff like Band of Brothers or Saving Private oh, Ryan. Well, Band of Brothers was good. Yes, but it to was. give yeah. you a little bit of context, I liked a good part of Inglorious Bastards. It's just my least favorite Tarantino movie because it's a war movie. I, I mean, okay. I can understand that. Yeah, That's fair. I liked, I liked the, um, I liked the dialogue scenes a lot. I thought they were very well shot. I also appreciated um, Quentin Tarantino fi um, fitting in his own commentary, like he did the thing with the um, ordering ordering three um, drinks and how it's different if you're American and different and you're German. Yeah, yep. different fingers. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool, and 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 I mean, it's a little. I like how he fits little nerdy things like that into the story and makes them work. Mm hmm. I agree. I think one of my favorite things is that in I'm terrible with this sort of stuff, but um, like, cause it's always the tiny little things that he puts in movies that really grab you. So for me, um, I don't, I don't know if anybody knows it off the top of their head, but Samuel Jackson's line in Pulp Fiction, where he says that Bible verse or whatever it is, he says before he kills people like that's something that, that grabs you like the three fingers. Like it, it's something just this, this detail, this thing that makes these characters who they are or really sets apart like the culture, things that I don't think if you're looking to just tell uh, a horribly violent, warm movie that has dark humor in it, that you would leave stuff like that out. So I, I, I think that's what makes him, you know, that brand, that thing, that brand that he's created for himself. So, have you guys heard about what his next movie is going to be? Uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of them closing down Hollywood Boulevard and stuff for filming. Yeah, They're, isn't it something? Once to do upon with a time. Yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's a it's a mystery crime film centered around the Manson murders. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And it's going right? to have Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, Brad Pitt, yeah. um, Margot Robbie. Oh my Burt god. Reynolds, oh my god. 
Um, Luke. Yeah. Perry. Perry. Yeah. Like anybody will work with Tarantino nowadays. He's such a, a, a known entity now. Dakota um, Fanning. Damian Lewis is going to play Steve McQueen. That's Who's awesome. That? Um, the guy from Homeland. No, I've never seen that. Oh. Um, Mike was, Mo is Bruce Lee in that film. Really? Yes. Um, Luke Perry is going to be in it. Emil Hirsch. Luke Perry? I haven't heard that name in a wow. hot minute. Yeah. It's got some really good people. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Tim Al Roth. Pacino, um, Tim, I love Tim Roth. He I love Tim favorites. Roth. I, I, I always look to see if Tim Roth is going to be in a Tarantino movie. That was one of the best things about The Hateful Eight. Yeah. 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 Well, so, okay. So here, here's, here's my, I'm really bad with names. I'm really good with faces. Brian knows this better than anybody. Uh, Erica, I'm the exact same way. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm real. That's why I go, go, Brian, Brian, what's that thing? And that, that, that we watch and, you know, I'll tell him what it is and he'll be like, Oh, this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, so I didn't know Tim Roth's name for like a really, really, really long time. But I watched uh, a TV show, Lie to Me. Did you guys ever watch this? Yep. Okay. I have you love... seen it, Dylan and David? I I remember seeing I... it on TV, but I haven't seen it itself. I'm gonna have to say no. I haven't. Yeah. Seen it. Oh, it's so good. I know it's. I know you can watch it on streaming somewhere. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, the premise of the TV show is that you know. He's like this amazing psychologist that can read people's micro expressions. He does it better than anybody in the world and can absolutely tell when people are lying to him. Like, and that's his business model is that people hire him to find out if people are lying or not. He can tell if people are lying without being able to understand what they're saying. He can look at someone speaking a foreign language that he's never heard before and tell if they're lying. Yeah. So it, it's a really neat premise for a show. And, oh, and, you're, uh, you're cutting out again. But that's the fr- like I had seen him in like all these. Still Erica. cutting out. And Skype does not like you today, Erica. Yeah. No. That's weird. It must be my internet connection. We've had some really bad storms, and anytime it rains a lot, like our internet gets wonky. Yes. So, um, but anyways, um, so I had seen all these Tarantino movies and, you know, he's always been in them, you know, as one of the characters, but it wasn't until I saw him in this lead role that I like grabbed the face. And now I go back and I'm watching all these things that he's in and I'm like, I have, I've always loved the characters that he played, but I never put like the two together. So he's a really great actor. I love Tim Roth. I think he's really under underrated. He needs to be more in more leads for sure. Have you seen The Incredible Hulk? Which one? The 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 Edward Norton one. Yes. Tim Roth yes. plays the bad guy. Oh yeah, let's see. Okay, I'm looking at Lie to Me on Wikipedia, and I'm definitely going to watch this. <laughs> it's yeah, really, it's really, really good. good. I love those types of. Uh, TV shows like I mean it's very similar it's that crime drama police like it's like Chuck or Limitless or uh, Grimm Um, Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of shows out there like that and so this looks really good yeah it it, I I was really sad when it got canceled I think it ran for two years Uh, it looks like it says three seasons yeah like two it was two or three yeah yeah but I was I was like they what why why would they do that? <laughs> hmm. So, but 
All right. Well, I think that. Uh, yeah, that I think that up our episode that leads us into uh, movie described badly, and you know, to go on the organic theme, hmm. I think we should only do Tarantino movies. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. Let's make this game harder. Because a lot harder. why do we need that? So, um, so are we opening up to anything he's done, or are we just keeping? Yeah, it, with it can be anything he's done. I don't care if he's played a bit part in it. It, it movie described badly. Yeah, feel free to use his whole freaking list. Okay, makes it a little easier, but still. <laughs> um, uh. I mean, it's going to be hard because you know a lot of these people haven't seen, but I don't care if you haven't seen the movie. Feel free to pick a, 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 as obscure as you want. I mean, this is a game for fun. Who cares if you've seen the movie? Um, I um, a, um, a boxer really, really wants his watch back. Hold uh. <laughs> Come on. Way to really low ball, slow ball it in there, man. Yeah. Hey, it can't all be super creative. I mean, we're a podcast. It has to be entertaining, too. It can't uh, just be the crazy one that no one gets. They can be easy, too. Anybody okay. else got one? I'm trying to think of a way to describe some of these bad. It's hard yeah. to describe something badly when you love it. I'm trying to think of something. Um, mm, this is really tough. You've made this so much tougher than it needed to be. <laughs> um, okay, I I got one. Two lovers enjoy uh, showering in the blood of people. Natural born killers. Yeah. All right. Um, a um, a bartender tells a joke about um, someone pissing all over the place. Oh, that's a good one. I have no idea. I'm only describing the scene in the movie with Quentin Tarantino in it. I know. I'm trying to think. Give me a second. Um. <laughs> Crap, I can't think of it. What is it? Uh, Desperado. Ah, I know. Oh, that's right. And I screwed it up, too, because he wasn't the bartender. No, he, he wasn't. was the guy talking to the bartender. Teach Mar- yeah. Marin was the bartender, so, you know. He's the it only was one that walked really out of that building alive. Badly. So, actually, no, he doesn't. He gets shot in the face. Come on. All right, who's next? Yeah, I can't think of anything. This is... <laughs> that's fine. I, um, this is tough. Um. Uh-huh. A uh, box of a box of crayons argues over tipping. <laughs> Reservoir dogs. <laughs> oh, that's good. That wow, is, that all was right. Really good. I that like was that really one. good. Oh. Uh, hotel employee is a very strange night. <laughs> Four <laughs> rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, a woman pulls off the heist of her life. Jackie Brown. Yeah. 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 That's a hard one. That was a hard one to guess. <laughs> um, uh, I think we're good. I think that's a. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I was going to say was, uh, first you you had my interest. Now you have my attention. Oh God, that sounds so familiar. It's a quote oh, that, from the movie. Uh, uh, Django. Yeah, Django Unchained. Yes, that's right. Oh. Yeah, Leo in one of his best roles, in my opinion, ever. Oh. Yes. That's the yes. scene where he breaks the glass and actually cuts his hand. Mm. So yeah. we have a little time for chat at the end. Um, you know, normally when we have guests on, we ask them what they're promoting, but these are just nerdy friends. So we'll just talk about what we're currently into. But I want to go first with this because this is something Erica recommended to me personally, and I watched it. Um, I saw the movie What If, the oh, yeah. 
the romantic comedy with Daniel Radcliffe, and it is good. It's available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Heather and I watched it Thursday night. Oh, nice. Which I would like everybody to pay attention to how Brian started that. Erica recommended to me, and I hate romantic comedy. It's it's on the list. It's on (laughs) the list. I hate them. (laughs) So, um, but... It's because it had a complex story. Do not watch the trailer before you see it. No. Okay. Because I I had watched the trailer a while back, and then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, wow, they only picked the funny scenes in the movie for the trailer. Aw. If you watch the trailer, it makes you think the movie's a silly comedy, but it's not. No, no, no. So it's a dark comedy. First off, it is a romantic comedy, but it's a dark comedy, which which is why I like it. All right, you got me. Stop feeling you, Stark Oil. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Stark Oil. (laughs) I love that. Um, But it does have a very complex story to it, and it's really nice. I like it. So, yay. Looking through Quentin Tarantino's list, I didn't know he was a writer on The Rock. Uh, yeah, he was one of them. He, I'm amazed at how many TV episodes and stuff he's done. He was uncredited, so I'm I'm guessing he was a punch-up writer. Probably. But, like, I didn't know he wrote two episodes of CSI. I didn't I, know... I feel like I should have pulled up his list. I've been doing, like, all this shit from memory. Oh, that sounds like a bad move. I apologize like, for Erica's connection. Have you... You guys been looking at the list? Yes, his IMDb yeah. page. Yeah, you know, um, Erica, when when we do the podcast, I always do that. <laughs> it makes it easier. Go dual screen. <laughs> I I think we've almost lost her. No, I'm here. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, I was gonna no. say. Like, like I'll look like while we're doing podcasts, I'll look up something. Like if I can't remember, like. Like when I do with you, like I'll describe something like and I can't remember what it is to try to figure it out. But I didn't even think to bring up his IMDb page. So I'm using the Wikipedia filmography page, which tells you um, if he was director, writer, producer, or actor or all four. And Brian and I are looking at the same page. Yeah, it's this big spreadsheet and has it all in green. So here, here, here's the thing is I was like super impressed, like through this whole conversation that you guys were like bringing. Oh, oh, he was the producer or he was the blah, 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 blah. Like I was like, wow, they really oh, know man. a lot. No, you guys have just been cheating the whole time. And here I am um, like using my brain. So um, I guess I'll Welcome to the using- information age. Yeah, and uh, a little behind the scenes, Erica. I'm yeah. always cheating. So oh, if you've good. been continually impressed with my amount of knowledge, it's because I'm in front of a computer. Well, <laughs> I'm in front of a computer, Hooray but Internet. I just assumed that we're having an organic conversation. Well, so you know you what they say about assuming, right? You can it makes honestly an ass out of Brian. I always say it makes an ass out of Uma Thurman, but I heard a recent one uh, <laughs> that I, I really like. It's I'm, it makes an ass out of umption. <laughs> that was the Dresden Files yeah, quote. Those damn umptions. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you assume it makes an ass out of umption. We used to in my old office. We used to say um, one of my coworkers, Troy, who might be listening. He listens to podcasts sometimes. Um, he used to say it makes an ass out of Uma Thurman, and I thought it was the funniest thing. So I took what he said, and I always used to say, if anyone assumed anything, I went, Uma, Sir, Uma Thurman just turned into a donkey. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Don't make people think about things. God. Uh, all oh, right. It's, well. it's really great when you say that to someone who has no clue. 
who doesn't have the context. <laughs> right? Well, like, well, I even we... have a clue, and I'm not sure I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know, it's it's it makes an asset of you and uh, it makes an asset of you and me. So it makes an asset of Uma. No, I got the Uma part. I just okay. Now I see the donkey connection. And it okay. makes an asset of Uma. So <laughs> Uma Thurman just turned yeah. into a donkey. Yeah. Took because it gets it gets better the more you explain it. <laughs> I mean, oh. I thought it was pretty good. So. No, no, that is good. I'm just thick in the morning sometimes, and my brain's not on yet. Okay, so I'm now looking at this Wikipedia page. This would have made life so much easier. <laughs> right? That's why we... Oh, my that. God. Erica, welcome. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> well, I mean, I look at... to the future. God damn it. Next yeah. week. Next week, what's nerdy with you? I went on a rabbit hole of Quentin Tarantino Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have time to do that. Nazis. No, I have to. Uh, today is my husband's birthday party. His birthday was yesterday, but today's his birthday party. So I have to spend all day getting my house clean for a bunch of people to come over and drink beer. It'll be fun. Today, I am going to partner yoga with Heather. That sounds fun. Kind it's going to be a blast. I don't know why people react to it. Like, it's going to be like the most awful thing ever. We're going to have fun. I love no, yoga. No, 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 no. I like yoga and I like hanging out with Chris, but I'm trying to, like, I guess I was trying to visualize it. Like, it visualize took me, like, your husband okay. doing yoga or? No, Brian and Heather doing yoga. <laughs> no, I was trying to visualize it. And I was like, okay, I can see that. And then my brain, like, this is how my brain works. I was like, okay, I got to visualize Brian and Heather doing yoga. All right. In a classroom. Okay. Is it regular yoga or is it, like, hot yoga? And then I thought about hot yoga. And then I was like, everybody would be really sweaty. And, like, the, the, the picture just starts changing in my head. And that's why I was like. That's a rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it was funny because the, the lady who does the yoga class sent, um, you know, Heather went through her Facebook stuff and went through pictures of people doing the advanced yoga poses. And we were joking about how we couldn't do them. So we were in the pool the other day. I was, and we, we did them in the pool. Oh, okay. oh nice. <laughs> because they're, well, yeah, because there was no way we could have done those not in water. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done yoga in a minute. I probably should. One of the partner yoga poses is where you hold one hand and then you both sit down on invisible chairs. Uh, okay. You're basically facing each other. You hold hand and then you sit down on invisible chairs using your leverage. Um, I don't I think get we what you're, that I get up. what you're saying. I'm just, again, trying to visualize it and it's going down a rabbit hole. So Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, what are what Dylan, what are you up to? Um, I actually I have a you guys posted on Facebook. I have a um speaking presentation thing I'm doing for IEEE in San Diego on Monday. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, unfortunately, this episode's going to go live after the fact. Um, <laughs> but oh, you were great, man. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, but so then, so that's the 13th. The 22nd, though, I have one in um, L.A. area. So, yeah. um, basically the same thing. So, um, And I think that one might be recorded and go on um, their their website. So if that's that happens, I'll uh, I'll shoot you guys the link. Oh, neat! Okay. All right, cool. That's that sounds that sounds neat. I don't get on Facebook too often if I can avoid it ever. 
Well, I don't think it's on Facebook. It's it's just um, IEEE is it's gonna gonna be kind of like a webinar type thing, I guess. Oh. I, I haven't figured out quite what they're planning, how they're planning on doing that. They originally wanted it uh, webinar style, and I told them that the way that I do presentations is actually demonstrate the technology um, to people, and then usually have somebody come up and and program it for the first time. Um, right then and there. So I said, why don't we do it live and you can record it and then put that online. And they said, that actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, so that'll be interesting. And uh, like I said, if I get that link and stuff and that's what ends up happening, I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know. Is it going to be like standards in coding and engineering? Oh, no, no, I don't. Uh, that's too boring. Um, the way that I typically do it is, um, I mean, I definitely talk about robots. Um, I talk about traditional robotics versus collaborative robots um, and how that's kind of changing. Um, I talk about how things are changing towards automation. Um, I show some videos of our robots working in industry. I show videos of our robots, kind of like the weird applications or like the different applications. So like um, we have one video where uh, they develop this skin that goes over the robot arm, so they have a feather, and as they run the feather along the arm, it reacts to it. Um, there's another oh, that's one. That's cool. Uh, wow, that's that's neat. Yeah, yeah. There's another one for medical industry, um, for uh, bedridden patients and stuff. They used to have to have a physical therapist come in and actually lift up their legs and move it around, um, or a nurse or something to that effect to keep blood flow going um, and to, to keep their uh, muscles and stuff from atrophying. So now they use the robot to do that. Um, the other big thing for moving patients is so they don't get bed sores. Right, right. Um, and so they have the robot do that because um, it, it doesn't, I mean, you can have a person do it, which is fine, but that takes quite a bit of time for them to do each patient and they could be doing something else that is more beneficial to the patient than just lifting their legs and moving it around so the robot applies pressure and they can push pressure back oh that's cool stuff like that so i mean there's a, there's a lot of, of different things that that we have um you know bartending is another big one that people like to do and pretty much everybody does that at some point in time um with a robot uh, or with our robot anyways well, the robotic arm that moves people really interests me because my my grandfather actually passed away because he wasn't moved enough when he was in the nursing home and he developed a bed sore and the infection killed him. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, well, he was he was very old. I mean, he could have gone for another reason, but I mean, yeah. that was something that got him. But yeah, I mean, so it's not going to move their whole body like it doesn't flip them on side to side because our, our arms aren't, aren't strong enough for that. But it moves their arms and leg muscles enough to keep to keep things kind of going. So they'd still need the the nurses and everything to take care of that. But at least that cuts down a significant portion of what they would they would need to to do for uh, an individual person. That's fantastic. and that's kind of the idea. Um, our arms aren't supposed to get rid of a person entirely. It's it's supposed to take a a portion of the job to make the other aspects of somebody's work life. Um, more beneficial right instead of the repetitive strain doing something the same continuously if you can get rid of that one segment you let the other person do something more technical that gives benefit to the company wow that's amazing um yeah yeah david what are you up to um nothing anywhere near that impressive um (laughs) 
planning on binge watching something on Netflix and playing WoW today. So yay! <laughs> <laughs> I or remember I, that's that's Monday. Uh, today is just nothing. I don't I don't yeah. think I'm going to leave the apartment or anything. So I'm right there with you. Oh, yeah. all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, it it's funny too because it's like um, Boomsday Project just came out, so it's like Hearthstone's taken up a good chunk of my time. But I didn't mention it once. I mean, we're all doing nerdy stuff all the time right <laughs> right um so that's it for our episode guys that, i think that was a good one that went real well it was nice and organic mm-hmm. no it wasn't no it wasn't brian i mean it did it, it became organic after you stopped like putting your nose in who had to talk next but you know i'm just kidding but she's well, not I mean, I guess at, at all. that point we followed the the outline right yeah we totally followed the outline because that was that was clear oh. enough well, what what Erica doesn't know is there was a second outline that Dylan, David, and I were following that like showed the the Wikipedia link and all that. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> so Quentin Tarantino is an amazing director, writer, producer, actor. Well, I don't know if you would call him an amazing actor, but it's cool when he's in things. Um, I enjoy it. Yeah, and um. We had a nice discussion about our favorites, our not favorites, and what makes him so great. And I I enjoyed it tremendously. So thank you, everybody. Yay! Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. So I was Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by Chrissy Smarferka. Bye, guys. David, the something something. <laughs> See you until next time, guys. <laughs> um, Dylan, Master of Robot Shanahan. Goodbye, nurse. I just wanted to close that one up. Finish. Thank you I like for listening. It. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay, stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yay. David, uh, say goodbye. Bye. Dylan, cut him off. Wait, but he's not the one that does that. <laughs> <laughs>